whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 11, episodes 16 and 17, Lose Yourself. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi YouTube summary? Sure. Jenna wants to return to Degrassi, but Casey is afraid that it will curtail his flirtation with Marisol. Sav competes with Mo for a gig composing the music for the school play in an effort to score more time with Ms. O. When Claire hears that Jake has been recruited to work on the school play, she worries that Eli may be scheming something. This episode was kind of bananas. <laughs> Not so. I didn't I hate it, but it was forgot about it. It but. was crazy. <laughs> like it started off, and I was like, "God damn it, Casey and Jenna!" And then it was like, "What? What the is score happening? club? What is happening? Uh, Who okay. is Mo? <laughs> I kind of love Mo, but I'm also grossed out by Mo. But I love him anyway. I super hate Mo. <laughs> really? I fucking hate him so much." He's great in moments, and then he's really gross in others. So I'm still, I like, don't know how to feel about him completely, but I don't know. Um, but the episode is called "Lose Yourself," which is a 2002 song by Eminem, which I still know all the words. It to. was written for Eight Mile, right? Yeah, I think yeah. So. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> 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 Have you seen the the YouTube video that's just mom spaghetti over and over and over? <laughs> no, it's incredible. It just stops at mom spaghetti. Oh my god! They did it with a with a Kendrick Lamar song too. Um, and also with Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen the Smash Mouth. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't stop, don't stop coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For yeah. ten hours. Yeah. Um. But um, it's a great like like workout song too. Yeah, for sure. Um, but in, in terms of this episode, I mean, I don't know. Nobody really like loses themselves. No, Sav loses himself in the music. <laughs> the oh, girl. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's not like a it's not like an episode where someone's like, Alright, I'm fighting for this or I'm like or I'm like losing myself and my identity and who I am. I mean I guess Jenna and Casey kinda spiral a little bit and they're like, Should we give the baby up for adoption? Is it like a white trash thing? Maybe. Could be. I don't know. Um, whatever. That's all I got for that. The episode starts with we're at school and Casey's holding the baby. And Marisol comes up and he's like, we need to cool it. She's like, I know, like, not in public, but, like, we'll meet up later. And he's like, "Mm, no, Jenna's trying to come back to school, so we got to stop. And, but they don't have any childcare, so it's complicated. And I think at one point, Casey's like, well, I can't stay home because I don't have the right equipment. And Jenna's like, don't call my boobs equipment, Casey. And I was like, yes, Jenna, tell him. I'm, like, liking Jenna more and more. And also, I fucking hate Casey. Ugh, Casey's still the fucking worst. Um, But then we, then the theme song happens, I think. And then mm-hmm. we're, like, in class 
with Sav. We're in Ms. O's class. And it's Sav and Shantae. Right. And Sav is like talking about Ms. O and he's like very clearly into her. And he's like, did you know she toured with Arcade Fire? And that, and then we learn that she's like supervising the score for the school play. Which is called Love Roulette. Which, did they already tell us it's called Love Roulette? Is know. this brand new information? I, we knew it I took, wrote down Love Roulette. <laughs> we knew it took place at like poker night or Vegas night or whatever. But I don't think we knew it was called Love Roulette. But of course it's called fucking Love Roulette. Can't read my poker face. Um, But yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm supervising the score. Like you should come by my classroom and talk about it. And he's like, oh my God, sweet. And I'm like, why does everybody have a gross crush on Ms. O? Like, can we stop this narrative, please? Because she's like the hot young teacher. Yeah, I know. That's a thing. Um, But then with Claire and Jake, and they're still, like, secretly dating while their parents also date each other, and it's still kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And um, then Jake calls Claire easygoing, I know. which I was like, lol. <laughs> I wrote, lol, Claire's not easygoing. Um, but Claire's freaked out that Jake is helping with the play. Also, like, Jake is, I, I just wrote, Jake is such a boy. Because, like, the fact that it doesn't even, like, register to him that, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being brought on to be, like, a part of this, like, play thing that, like, my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend is a part of. Like, the fact that, A, he wouldn't mention it to her, and B, like, it wouldn't register yeah, to him as a thing a is boy thing. so, like, just such a boy thing. And he's like, I'm glad I finally found something. I like to do it to Grassy. And then, as I was watching this, Allegra was like, besides you. And then Jake says, besides you. Yeah. Which I was surprised by that joke like, on Grassy. Oh, I was too. I was like, okay. <laughs> but, like, we all know they're not having sex. No. Their parents are both very Jesus-y. That's true. Um, but then we're with Jenna and her mommy group friends who are, like, rich and obnoxious. And have, like, truly no idea what Jenna is dealing and with. And they have, like, nannies. And she, and then one of the ladies is like, well, if only you had a girl, like, I could, like, give you my daughter's old clothes. I'm like, clothes are clothes. You could probably still give them to her. But yeah. Whatever. And also she's, like, talking about, like, well, I've been thinking about, like, doing a nanny share with someone and like they can have her in the morning and i'll have her in the afternoon and yeah. jenna's like oh that sounds good how much is that and she's like oh just four hundred dollars a week yeah and jenna's like Ugh. and she's like i guess it adds up which is like what you say when you buy coffee every day right like i guess it adds up like five dollars a day for coffee but like not not like four hundred dollars a week f- to pay a woman to watch your child. Yeah, guess that adds up. Yeah, fuck you. It adds up immediately as soon as you get it. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> First week is like, fuck, dude. Um, um, but then we're that's sixteen hundred dollars a month. That's more than my rent. That's yeah, me too. More than my share. Yeah, that's a fucking no. Thanks. Bye. Um, but then. We are with, we're at, like, the, Ms. O, like, brought a bunch of students in to, like, do the score thing. And Sav is like, my favorite scores are, like, Tron, the social network, and there will be blood. And Sav is also now bitter that he wasn't the only one invited to this party. Yeah, because now this guy Mo is here and he's a pain in the ass. And he keeps doing the loser sneeze, but, like, for Um, other words, which I fucking hate. He needs to stop that. Um, but there's now a competition to, like, write the score for this play. But also the loser's knees keeps making me think of Bring It On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out Jesse Bradford. 
still beautiful. Oh, my God. Kind of weird, but still beautiful. Yeah, he got weird, but he's, like, just... He's, like, hippy-dippy weird. Yeah. So it's, like, harmless weird. Yeah. Um, I can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> but then we're with Adam and Claire, and Adam is trying to be, like, the voice of reason for Claire, because Claire's, like... Eli invited Jake to do the play. He has to be scheming something. Adam's like, calm the fuck down. But I'm like, I mean, I think Claire's on the right track yeah. here for I once. I mean, Adam is fucking with her and he's like, maybe he'll poison him. Right. Like, he's like fully fucking like with fits. Claire. <laughs> yeah. But also Adam says a good line, which is the list of things Eli wouldn't do is very short. <laughs> which is true. true. Um, but then we're at Jenna's house and we see the baby has been left on the floor in his car seat and Casey's mom comes in and is like, what the fuck's going on? You can't do that. And Jenna's like, this is hard. I can't do this anymore. And we also learned that her brother moved back to Alberta, which is like lame. Kind of a dick move. Um, and also we and jenna's talking to casey's mom and she's like well when did you go back to school and i was like obviously never <laughs> and she was like oh i didn't yeah i got addicted to drugs instead we know how this happened jenna and then but then she's like i'm gonna help you i think she's like i'm gonna stick scale back on shifts at the restaurant so I, you can go to school in the morning well, she's saying that like she's only she's been most of her shifts have been at night anyway right so she can take the baby in the morning and Jenna can go to the morning school. Right. Um, and she's very excited because she's depressed, like staying at home all day with the baby. Um, and then we are back in this score competition thing. And Mo, Mo's like score does sound like more suited to what the fucking play is supposed to be because Sav doesn't know anything about the play apparently and his like his score is all like strings and whatever yeah he's because like it's Miz about Vegas night because Mizzo like plays the strings is basically what he's doing yeah and she, like, plays violin or something. red shirt guy I I called him red shirt guy before I remembered what his name was Mo is like um do you it's about Vegas night like come on dude um and but then we're with Jenna, and she's surprising Casey at work. And Casey and Marisol are definitely fucking. Yeah. And then she's like, guess what? I get to go to school in the mornings now. Yay. And Casey does not look excited. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, she comes to school, and Jenna and Allie are reunited for mornings, and it's cute. And Dave wants to see baby pictures. Dave calls her J-Rock. <laughs> And he just loves a nickname. And then we're so we're in Mr. Perino's class and he's talking about WikiLeaks. And then Jenna's boobs start leaking. And Dave is like, WikiLeaks, Jenna, leaks. And it's embarrassing. And Mr. Perino is like, do what you got to do. Just don't do it here. And it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Um. Oh, wait. Then wait. Then Mo presents his like composition called Love Roulette. And Sav... But then, and then Sabs presents his, and it's like his strings with weird beep boops and like slot machine noises in yeah, it, and it it's, sounds terrible. It's not my favorite. I, I thought just... Moe's was way better, and then Sab fucking won anyway, which like doesn't make sense to I me. I thought either. it was terrible. I didn't think either of theirs was good. I didn't think either of theirs was good, but Moe's I thought was at least better. It was at least a little bit more daft punky a la Tron then Savs was on a hot mess but I don't know whatever I thought Savs was garbage and it shouldn't have won 
But Mizzo was very impressed. And, and she's like, sad. you won. I'm like, why? Um, but then, and then Mo's like, oh, can I help you, like, put the thing together? Like, do you need any help? And stuff's so like, I work alone, like an asshole. Yeah. Kind of, they all suck in this uh, scenario. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but then we're with Allie and Jenna. And Allie's like, oh, like, trying to help Jenna out and feel her, like, help her, like, get more acclimated into school. And she tells her about Sav's music thing. He's like, maybe you can help. I'm like, really? We're going to let Jenna help with this thing? <laughs> None of it's going to be. It's just, it, it's a school play. It's not going <laughs> to be good no matter what. Um, And then we're with Claire. Oh, who, but Allie does decide to like be like, but let's have lunch together and hang out. Right. I do miss you. So, yes. Which is very which sweet. Which is very nice. And then Claire goes to Eli and is like, leave Jake out of your scheming. And then and Fiona and Eli continue to be friends, yeah, which is I love always it. good. And then they're like in the playroom and Eli's like, when I'm in here, my creativity can't be contained. And doesn't he say something about like, don't worry, he'll be out of the picture soon enough. And Claire's like, what the fuck does that mean? And then Eli just like has a maniacal like grin on his face. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't even pretend to cover and be like, I mean, the sets will be done soon. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what I mean. I'm unhinged. <laughs> Basically, it's not what he says, but he might as well. Have. Well, that's what the look on his face said. <laughs> He does actually say something. I don't remember, I don't remember what, what it he was. Said. I just, but it might as well be I just, I'm unhinged. I just wrote down he is unstable. Mine just says Eli needs to be on meds again. <laughs> and then just different meds, you guys. Just different fucking and meds. And then Jenna goes to Sav and he's like, Oh my god, I need your help so much. I'm like, why are we asking her? You should ask Mo for help. I don't know. And Sav has just written row, row, row your boat. <laughs> and the national anthem, apparently. Um, okay. Oh, love roulette. <laughs> uh, the game I call roulette. <laughs> anyway. Love it. Um, and then Mo like, steals his hard drive or something. Yeah. Does that happen now? They, like, go off and then Mo steals the hard drive mm -hmm. and my note is who the fuck is mo <laughs> um and then claire is like going through eli's backpack and adam's like what the fuck are you doing please stop you're being crazy um and that's kind of that whole scene from what i remember <laughs> yeah uh she goes through eli's stuff um which is really just the gist of it um and then we're at home with jenna and she's like right like she's inspiration strikes her so she it's something about like running through the hallways of my heart or I literally wrote down Jenna writing something about running through the hallways of my heart as her child falls off the changing table because she was writing a song instead of watching her child. Um, and it's very dramatic. And then we're with Mo and Sav and Mo is blackmailing Sav into letting him like co-compose his piece and oh my god and then he like mocks he's like mocks sav's dumb song about miss o and i loved it i thought it was oh my god. hilarious yeah no that i was pretty on board i was for like yes I was like, Mo, on. mock sav and his creepy teacher song agreed it's like oh girl oh and he does like uh it's a spot-on impression it's amazing and he's like fine i'll like you can be my co-composer. And I'm like, Mo just wants a fucking friend. This it's is true. the moral of the story. It's true. He just goes about it the wrong way. <laughs> he goes about it the very wrong such way. such a terrible way that it makes me hate him. 
I do not hate. I was like endeared toward him and I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe because I'm also like fucking Sav gets everything handed to him on a plate. Like That's true. He fucking won that composing thing when he should not have won that thing. And Mo is just has like the whole time is like, oh, you know, the play's not about that, right? Like, let me help you with this. Oh, do you want help? Like, he just, he's being so helpful the whole that time. That is true. Maybe it was just like <laughs> the fact that he was like so gross about Miss O. Yeah. That I was like, disgusting. I can't. Because he did. Because right from like right off the bat, like he comes in and is like, I'm here because Miss O is hot. And yeah. I was like, oh, I that already like, hate mm, your guts. No. Immediate hate. Yeah. That was not great. But otherwise, but like. Literally every, even all the sweet boys are like, Miss O. It's like, no. Anyway, then we're at the hospital and Casey and Jenna are fighting about how the baby fell. Fuck Casey, honestly. Fuck Casey so much. And he's like saying like, he's like belittling Jenna and what she does. And he's a dick. Whatever, Casey. And the hospital is like. Now we have to file a report to child services because of your situation because you're young and I don't know, whatever. I'm like, I guess that's le- a thing that happens. I sure. guess. I just, I feel like it's a little bit extreme. Like, that's an accident like, that I'm sure happens to so many people. To, yeah, I'm sure. Like, and she everybody brought, has, like, the baby isn't even hurt and she brings him to the hospital. Like, yeah. he's clearly being cared for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I did think that that was extreme. Um, and like targeted <laughs> toward their situation. I don't yeah. know. Um, can we do fashion, please? Oh my god, I don't think I took any notes. Um, I like Jenna's pajamas. Sav is wearing a vest at that concert. Mizzo has a tattoo in a leather jacket at that concert. Mo is Her- wearing a fedora to that concert. <laughs> oh my All my notes were just about the concert, basically. <laughs> um, Mizzo's dress at the end of the episode is cute. Is but that yeah, when we see Mo- her, like, Chinese character tattoo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we see her Chinese character tattoo, like, earlier. way earlier. Um, but, yeah, that, that was the end of part... Or I don't have any other trash notes. <laughs> yeah, me neither. That was the end of part one. It started part two. Like, we're at Jenna and Casey's, and they're, like, getting ready for the morning. And then they get a phone call, and it's like, mm, guess child services are coming this afternoon. Um... And then we're with Mo and Sav, and I wrote, thank God Mo is working with him now because it sounds much better. Yes. And but also, Mo needs to fucking chill with yeah. the Mizzo stuff. He's like, yeah. Just zero. He chill. needs to stop. He's like, you should go for it, dude. It's like, she's a fucking teacher. Please stop. Do not go for it. No. Um, but then we're with Claire and now she's working on the play with Jake, but she's not good at carpentry. I mean, yeah, my note is Claire's not good with power tools. Um, and then, and Jake is also like, why are you really here? Like, I, I can see through you. And, and he thinks it's hilarious that she's like suspicious of Eli. And freaking out. And apparently and Eli <laughs> wants Jake to play Fritz, Fritz. <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but then we're with Jenna and Casey's mom and they're like cleaning up for child services. And Casey's mom rules. She's like, yeah. give me the baby for a couple hours. Go do your music thing. And she's also like, like you are a good mom. You care for your child. Like child services, like child services took Casey away from me because I was literally a drug addict. Like you're doing fine. <laughs> and she like puts things into perspective for Which her. Which leads me to believe like, why is child services involved with this situation? I have no idea. 
I don't know. Um, but yeah, but she's like, go to your thing because it's like they are she's helping Sav and they're like performing their score thing or whatever. Yeah. And Jenna's so Jenna is now performing with Sav and Mo and Jenna still cannot sing. God yep. damn. Although I will say it is not their worst song. No, it's not great, but it's not their worst. Um, it's maybe it. their best, which is not saying a lot. No, but it's better. Grading on a curve, really. <laughs> it's better than anything she's ever done. And better especially like their weird duet where the, she kissed him afterwards oh no like, remember that yes uh <laughs> burned in my brain um i took i didn't i didn't take my own notes for that episode so all of my notes <laughs> of that episode are like garbage nonsense um but then yeah they present the thing and the missile's like great and then mo is like continuing to like be like eh, you should go after miss o where and i don't like it i don't either and the cough like insults need to stop um and then claire goes into like a class where adam is singing yes. behind her and she sighs like a thousand times and adam just goes sudden onset asthma love it i was like lol yes drag claire on her size <laughs> um and adam is just over this drama which is very fair yeah um and then and he's like this will never end will it and no it's <laughs> no, not never ever to. apparently eclair goes strong for like ever um but then we are with jenna and ally and dave and then they see casey getting in a car with parasol and jenna's like what's going on and she's like, wait, are they a thing? And Dave is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that Dave came clean about yeah. it right away. Because Allie, like, I don't think Allie really knows. I think everyone kind of suspects. Yeah. But Allie's like, I don't know. But Dave knows for sure. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, yeah. that's a thing. And he's like, sorry about, sorry that you had to find out this way. Um, Which, like, Dave is a lot of things. But he's always, like, pretty upfront and honest when it, like, a couple episodes and he was like, sorry, I can't date you anymore. It's not fair to you. Like, he's getting better. I don't know. Um, but then, oh, yeah, then this is when we see Miss O's Chinese tattoo or whatever. And Mo, and then we find out Mo emailed her um, Sav's Oh Girl Miss O song, which is super embarrassing. And Sav is like, I gotta go yesterday. It is a terrible song. Oh, and it's so bad. Mo is a dead man. Yeah. I was like, Mo, dude, why'd you do that? <laughs> Not great. Um, and then we're at home with Casey and Jenna. Casey comes home and he's like, surprise. He's like here with like diapers and shit. And Jenna is pissed off. And they get into this they huge get, fight at very bad timing. And she whips him with his guitar. Which or with her guitar. Which honestly he fair. deserves. And then bad timing, but fair. Right on cue, child services is like, hi, we're here now. Um and then we find out that Tyson can't be left alone with Casey's mom anymore because they're like, she's like not even a year out of rehab. Like no prison not even a year out prison. of prison right whatever it <laughs> Which was is fair like we know her that's so extremely we know, fair <laughs> we know her so we know that she's a goddamn gem yeah but they don't so they're like no yeah. she can't stay with the woman with the drug problems who had her own children taken away and then and then she's and then the child service lady is like we're gonna be back for regular visits to check up on this situation and jenna's like great now i can't go to school anymore um 
and then we're with Sav and he's like with Mo and he's like, all right, you win. I'm not doing the score anymore. Like, why did you send that to Miss O? And Mo's like, oh no, I'm sorry. I just wanted to be your wingman. He just like wants to like, be his friend. He literally <laughs> just wants to be his friend, but he's like really bad at it. He doesn't know how to do this. Um, also, he like thought that it would work and would win her over. Yeah, he's delusional. Which, spoiler alert, it kind of does. I know, I don't like it. I don't need another Mr. O. Miss O, Mr. O. No! Oh my God! <laughs> also, Holland and I made the exact same face when we were talking about it. It was just like very scrunchy. <laughs> Uh, although I think when she was introduced, we're like, Miss O, she related to Mr. O, and then we're like, oh no, it's spelled O-H. It's different. But, it's like Sandra O. But, but, parallels. <laughs> so many parallels. <laughs> um, but he's like, let me make up for it. I have concert tickets to somebody who I have no idea who this person is. No, but he's like, older women like it, and you like older women, and I want to watch you hit on older women. And I'm like, <laughs> this is weird. Super weird. It's weird. <laughs> Um, but then we're with Casey. What woman in her 20s is fucking a high schooler? Come on. Women with problems. (laughs) Outside of Monica and that one episode of Friends. Well, that she didn't know. She didn't know. (laughs) She was also. Yeah. And uh, what's the that teacher's name? Mary Lou Letourneau. Is that her name? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Uh, I mean, she went to jail, but Ugh. and I think that was a middle school. Oh, I don't want to think about it. No, we're changing. We're changing. We're changing. I mean, that shit happens, and it's gross. Ugh. Um, there's also uh, but, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Jen. So Jen is fucked. Yeah, Casey is like we got to make things work. Um, Jenna spiraling. And Jenna leaves, and he's like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, take care of your kid. Because Casey, I don't think, has ever been alone with this child. No. Uh, he's only been alone with the child when Jenna's like, I'm leaving. Because yeah. she's fucking pissed off because Casey's an asshole. Yeah. But when she did that the first time, when she was, like, at above the dot, she came home, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, my mom took care of the baby. Oh, like, yeah. Like, Casey has never once been alone Ugh. with this child. He's fucking awful. And then we're at the table read for this play. And Claire... And Jake clearly thinks this entire thing is super funny. (laughs) And Claire keeps, like, butting in. And and I'm like, Claire, stop reacting. This is exactly what Eli wants, you dummy. And then Fiona kicks Claire out. Yeah. She says, shoo, shoo. Yeah, she's like, this isn't how it happened. And Eli's like, yeah, I know. It's a play. (laughs) Like... It's like I created drama for this dramatic art piece. Come on, Claire. It's a goddamn play. Which is like a good point. But Claire's like, my name is being like strewn in the mud or dragged through the mud or whatever. And they're like, get the fuck out, Claire. She's so dramatic. Uh, Claire is drama. She is drama. Um, And then we're at this concert and, oh, and Mo said Mo's grenade. Mo says throw myself on a grenade. grenade. I was like, remember that? Remember the Jersey Shore? How can I forget Stage the Stage five clinger. How can I forget the we've Jersey already, Shore? We've already had Jersey Shore tangents, but I'm still so ready for that show to come back. I'm ready for it. Oh, boy. Um, Just oh, and, he, this is, and he's wearing that fedora. Dreading. Oh, and then Miss, surprise, surprise, Miss O was there. And that, but first we go back to Claire, who's like flipping out. And but Jake is a rational human being and is yeah. like, 
And she's like, I just don't want you to like think that that's how that I was. Da, da, da. And Jake is like, I want to believe Eli over you. He's weird. He wears eyeliner and writes play. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's honestly the best thing anyone has ever said on this show. It's amazing. He's weird. He wears eyeliner and writes plays. <laughs> Why am I going to believe this stranger <laughs> over you? Jake's like, I never, like, I. this was never a, an issue. But Why Claire, is Jake the only mature person on this show? I don't know. But, like, Claire is only used to dramatic people. I mean, she did, her track record is Casey and Eli. So, like, I guess it's understandable why she's like, it's going to ruin everything. But it's like, no, you've just dated fucking dramatic dummies in the past. I just, I died. <laughs> He's weird. He wears rights plays. Um, uh, but, but then we're back at this concert. I have no idea who this band is. Justin something? I who have cares? no idea. And, and also, of course, Sav runs like smack dab. It like literally runs into Miss O. Yeah. And her and leather she jacket. she is into him, I think. Well, she's like with all of her friends. And she's like, this is the guy who like wrote the song for me. And I was like, oh, no. Line has been crossed. And yeah. she's like, while we're out, you can call me Winnie. Well, because he calls her Ms. O. Yeah. And all of her friends are like that. They all realize that he's a student. Yeah. And they're like. Oh, <laughs> she's like, call me Winnie. And it's like, oh, I don't like this. This is super weird. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a thing. I mean, he's he's 18 and he's very nearly graduated. So it's still better than any of the other ones. But it's not it's still not good. great. No, it's still not good at all. Um, but then we're back at, with Jenna and Casey. And she is just airing shit the out child in service front of this lady child service lady. Is back. She's just talking major shit about Casey in front of her. And she's like, we got to be honest. And then she asks about adoption. And Casey, Which is honestly the smartest thing she's done. Yeah. And Casey is like, what are you talking about? And she's like, we need to know all of our options. Casey's not really about it, though. No, but Casey doesn't do shit. Casey, oh, he's so fucking stupid and I hate him. Um... And then we're at school and Sav walks into class and is like, hey, Winnie. And she's like, do not. She's like, it's Miss O. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. But then she gives him a weird, like, knowing smile. And I do not like the vibes between yeah, them. It's creepy no. and weird. And I hate it. Why do we keep doing this? I don't know. Why do we keep making He graduates in like two months. Can we just wait? It's still weird. That's still like it's weird still Anya gross. Dr. Chris territory. It's still gross. Well, no. Anya's still in high school. It's still gross. Just like give them some. No, but it's weird like waiting it out. Oh. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of it's weird and gross, but if you're going to do it, I, I don't know. I told you that I, I had a teacher who, when she was a student, fucked her teacher and they got married, right? Ew, I hate it. Yeah. No, in high school, like a high school teacher. Yeah, when she was in high, so my teacher went to our sister school, and when she was in high school, she and her teacher had a relationship. He got fired. They eventually got married, and she became a teacher for the sister school, my school. That's so weird. Yes, that's. I mean, her life seemed fine and normal, but it's still weird. I don't like it. 
anyway. It's more the power dynamic. Yeah. The age difference isn't crazy. Yeah. It's but the it's the power dynamic. dynamic and it's also the maturity level. I just like don't understand. Yeah. But even like, if you're not, like 24 and someone's 18, that's still a huge fucking difference. As far as like maturity levels go. Yeah. You know? Even the difference between like like 18 and 20 is kind of a lot depending i don't know it's like i feel like they're just high school and not in high school anymore i feel like that's kind of a line it's definitely a line i feel like i don't know i think i mean it's obviously like person by person but i feel like once you're like over 25 it's like differences aren't as the older you get the less age differences matter if you're in your 20s slash in college age or what if you're not in high school anymore why are you dating somebody who's still in high school like that is fucking there's something weird with you weird yeah find someone your own age you fucking weirdo yeah um but i was also a high schooler who dated people who'd graduated I'm going to say it's they there's probably something weird about that. Yeah, there was something weird about that. <laughs> You're just proving the point. Can confirm. They were fucking weird. It's like people who like hang out around town and like Yeah. Like, Those were the weirdos that I hung out with and they were weird and I stand by it. Yeah, no, I it's okay. Anyway, I don't like I don't, the vibes. I don't stand by my choices. I, I stand by the fact that we are correct right now. I don't and like it's weird. the vibes between Sav and Miss O. No, I hate it. Um, but then we are with Claire and she read, oh, if she like, does she go to Eli? She's like, I read your play and I thought it was beautiful. You made Clara the hero. And then they have like a very long, like like, stare between the two of them. She was like, I read your play. I loved it. And she's like, you made Clara the hero. And he's like. Clara is the hero. <laughs> right. And it was very it's dramatic. So dramatic. And, and so much eye contact. Share but, a very long stare. But honestly, kind of into it. Kind of into it. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, we're back. <laughs> they dragged me right back in. I'm like, it's so unhealthy. Why do I love it? It's so unhealthy, but it's like they have so much more chemistry than so Claire much and Jake. Chemistry. And Eli and Image. Like, no, it's like, yeah. It's- so much chemistry. I get it, Claire. God like damn. it's fucking bad and stupid. It's terrible. I love but it. But I get it. <laughs> I get it. I love it and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah. It's very yeah. I don't know. Every teen show. <laughs> yeah, but like I love it. Um, but, but I hate it. Yep. Yep. Okay. I want to talk about the way Casey is acting <laughs> in his life. For one, okay, so you know how a couple episodes ago when he started, like, right before he decided to work at Little Mistakes, and he was, like, he, I, I was saying that he was, like, the deadbeat dad who, like, goes into a dive bar instead yeah. of coming home. <laughs> he, uh, he, he just, like, was made to play, like, that kind of guy. Like, he's, like, playing a character older than him. Yeah. Because he, like, walks into the apartment he opens up the refrigerator, he grabs a bottle of the refrigerator, and he opens up and starts drinking this thing of apple juice like it is a goddamn beer. <laughs> like, And he's like, I don't want to abandon Tyson. Like, I don't want to abandon my son. And then he says, like, I don't want to be a failure. And then Jenna's like, but you are. Which yeah. I love. She's like, we are failures. We're not good at this. We can't do this anymore. Also, you don't do anything. And and I just wrote, Jenna confronting Casey with some hard truths. Yeah. And she's like, you 
don't spend any time with him. What difference is it going to make in your life? Basically. And then he's like, if Tyson isn't here, you can't live here anymore. There's no reason for you to live here. And then the episode ends. It's extremely bleak. So bleak. Yeah. I loved this episode. Can I just say? (laughs) It was a roller coaster. It was a lot. (laughs) From start to goddamn finish. Um, Spirit Squad Captain. Jenna. Um, Yeah, I was going to say Jenna for like realizing her limits and trying to do best what's best for your child even though it's a hard decision to make it's a hard thing and giving and the casey what for casey his ass damn right oh i hate him so much the worst. um ship are we gonna do elon claire yes <laughs> yes i am i'm so sorry <laughs> but yes i am uh, <laughs> yes i am <laughs> I'm going to give, like, a little honorable mention to Jake and Claire because Jake is just so rational. He's the best. Um, I love, like, Jake is great. Jake is great. Yeah. He, Claire doesn't deserve him. <laughs> no. To be real. <laughs> Jake date. Claire is drama. She needs drama. She needs Degrassi drama. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jake should date. I feel like he, like, he couldn't do this because... A, Allie is dating Dave, and B, she's Claire's best friend. But I feel like Jake would be, like, really good and grounding for Allie. I was thinking that, too. But actually, now that I'm thinking about it more, I feel like he should have just stayed with Katie. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm on board for Katie, too. I think that that would have been fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe someday. Who knows? I don't know how long he's on this show or anybody anymore. I don't know. Um moral know your limits yes good great perfect oh my god did i get the moral by myself this time (laughs) momentous occasion (laughs) um all right great fine so we got two emails from laura ann and she says hi guys i'm currently listening to your degrassi takes manhattan podcast parentheses i'm slowly catching up and i have to start by saying even though this movie is a hot mess i still kind of loved it in a guilty pleasure that you don't admit to kind of way Listen, the thing with me is that <laughs> I have like decided every movie that I love. <laughs> yeah. The thing with me is that I've decided I no longer have guilty pleasures. I have a podcast about Degrassi. <laughs> Any sort of guilty anything is out the window. They are all just things I like. Sorry. Yep. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> anyway, I have to say that I'm super excited to hear what you guys think of seasons 10 through 12, because those are my favorites after the first few next gen seasons. I know that a lot of people call them the Dark Ages and that you were worried about them, so I just wanted to know what you were thinking of them so far. I know when I first watched those seasons, the 44 episodes thing was kind of crazy. Yeah, no kidding. Yes. (laughs) But I felt like they were able to flesh out stories a lot more. I'd agree with that. That's true. I felt like when big things happened, like Eli's confrontation with Fitz or crashing Morty, they had... They ha- they had been building up the season and just kind of exploded. But I wanted to know your thoughts, too. Yeah. I mean, that's like the yeah. big thing. Like it's it's kind of a slog to like do, too, just because we're taking notes and because there's so many. But like it's definitely like more fleshed out than definitely before. more fleshed out. Less like let's solve a problem in an episode. Exactly. Way more like over like season arcs. Exactly. Like, we bitch, but it's it's literally just <laughs> the note-taking. But it's better, take. fine, whatever. And it's also just, like, the note-taking. Yeah. Guys. It's a nightmare. My hands cramp. Um, 
I also want to know if you guys had a favorite storyline from that middle era so far. Personally, mine is Adam's story. I just have a real soft spot for his and Drew's brother relationship, and seeing big, tough Drew supporting Adam makes me emotional every time I watch it. There are a lot of great ones coming up, too, that I'm super excited for you guys to see, and I know people aren't fond of seasons 13 and 14, but I honestly do enjoy them, at least some (laughs) storylines. I feel like they kind of allow the younger kids to shine... Uh, ready for next class. Also, the season 14 graduation is probably one of the most emotional, in my opinion. Second only to the season 7 one. All right. Thanks for all you guys do. It's really nice having people that love this mess of a show as much as I do. The amount of times I've caught myself saying same out loud is frankly embarrassing. <laughs> and I hope you're enjoying making your podcast as much as we enjoy listening. Love all the way from Australia. Oh, cool. That's so cool. <laughs> um, um, favorite storylines? I mean... Claire and Eli are dramatic as hell, but I still like, like it. Honestly, I was going to say the same thing, and I'm ashamed. I also, like, kind of don't mind the Jenna Casey storyline. I mean, I hate him, and I hated her, but it's been, it's always entertaining. It's I've always en- dramatic. I've enjoyed watching Allie's journey. Yeah, also. I love I love anything with Allie, too. Yeah. Um, and also, wait, <laughs> unrelated. So Holland's cousin Carly will text me occasional Degrassi things. <laughs> and literally in this moment, I just got a text from her that says, OK, Claire doesn't know how to do casual. And like <laughs> she texts these things, to, shouts out to Carly. She, she does that she, to she, she just like completely out of context, out of nowhere, no reference. But I always know exactly what she's talking yeah. about. And yeah. I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> I want to see what the last I know the whatever the last thing she texted me was probably Degrassi related. I want to find it now. She followed up with and Marisol is attached to Casey's hip. Oh, well, the last thing she texted me was so queer. Eye is amazing. So thank you for recommending that. And I'm like, yeah, I recommended that on the podcast. <laughs> oh, she also said that Mike and um, Hannah were hilarious. Haley. Haley. Sorry. I need to start with an H. She said Mike and Haley were hilarious, so they don't listen to this, but shout outs. <laughs> um, I'll let them know. And then do we have another email from Yes, her? we do. We have another email also from Laura Ann as a follow-up. <laughs> she sent the Degrassi Harry Potter crossover nobody asked for. <laughs> Hi, guys. I know I just sent you an email. Sorry for spamming you. Please spam us anytime. We really like getting emails. It's very encouraging. It's very exciting. But I'm just listening to your Try Honesty episode, and you guys talked about sorting Degrassi characters into Hogwarts houses, so I wanted to ask if you'd sort some for me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I also wanted to include my experience with Degrassi in my first email, but it was getting super long, so I thought I'd put it here. So I got into Degrassi just as it was getting canceled. I saw a bunch of articles mourning the show on BuzzFeed. Because I'm a damn mess, I read through them and looked through all the storylines they outlined, and it literally felt like my ideal show. So I was on Tumblr at some point around then, and I saw a gift set of a spoiler from season 14, and I wanted to know what was going on, and I did some research, and I found the 80s series. I may or may not have binged it all after that in one summer. I fell in love with it not long after watching Degrassi Junior High, which I recommend if you don't mind cheesy 80s TV. We obviously do not mind. (laughs) Um, And it's been my comfort show ever since. I have a couple of opinions about where some Degrassi characters fit in Hogwarts houses, or pair of houses if if you think they don't fit in one. And I want to know what you guys think. Okay. Yes, I'm ready for it. Spinner. Hufflepuff. Yeah, for sure. Paige. Slytherin? Slytherin. Yeah, I was going to say Slytherin. Manny. Gryffindor. Yeah, Gryffindor. Jane. Gryffindor. Yeah. Drew. Hufflepuff. Gryffindor. He's kind of jockey. Yeah, Gryffindor. Adam. Ravenclaw? Yeah. I, I feel like Adam's a Ravenclaw. 
Allie. I'm going to go with Ravenclaw. I was going to go Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Hybrid. I'm going to go Ravenclaw because she's very, very smart. And I feel like Van. she's like Gilderoy Lockhart. Ravenclaw, like oh, vanity yeah. is very much a part okay. of her. Full Ravenclaw. That is a fair point. And Fiona Slytherin. Yes. Yes. Very ambitious social climber. Yeah. Um, all right. Perfect. <laughs> um, but we have another email from Amethyst Beloved, and it's called Season 11 Casting Calls. And she says... Hey, Queens, so now that we've met the new characters, I thought it would be fun to send you the casting call that was released in 2011. You can read it out loud, and I'll tell you up front that there were a lot of details that were either discarded or used for future characters, so there are no spoilers. So there were, like... So I already read through this, but I will read the character descriptions. There are four. So Imogen Bearish, I guess, female, 16 years old. Fun, energetic, with a magnetic look and intense stare, Imogen would hate for anyone to think she's boring, so she goes to great lengths to stand out from the crowd, bandaging her unwounded wrists or even posing as a homeless kid to beg for change. She puts on the airs of being an enlightened individual, but it's a ploy to manipulate those around her. She worries one day someone will discover her secret. She's a normal kid looking for excitement in her life. I feel like we called her on that. Oh, yeah. Um, Katie Matlin female, 16 years old. Katie works hard and plays hard. A gifted athlete, she's been training to make the national under-17 women's soccer team. She's pretty but fresh-faced, her years of mastering the bicycle kick, keeping her from learning how to kick on the makeup. Mm, I don't think that ended up happening because she wears a lot of makeup. She's driven and thorough when it comes to academics and extracurriculars. She's blunt and direct when talking to other girls, even fun-loving BFF Marisol. But when it comes to talking to boys or about matters of the heart, she clams up. The soccer field prepared her for a lot of things, but not for love. <laughs> sure. I don't know. She seemed to do fine with uh, Jake. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Dennis McDonald. Don't think this character exists yet. Um, unless this character became Mo. Because it says, Dennis McDonald is an overweight grade 12 student. He's self-aware, cynical, quick-witted, and smart. Dennis has always struggled with his weight and, as a consequence, has taken a social backseat for most of high school. In his graduating year, Dennis is ready to put himself out there and have a great time before oh, no, leaving. Because Mo is grade 10. Uh, no, he's 11, I think. Uh, Degrassi for good. Dennis's keen air for passion and passion for music will bring him into a unique friendship with Sav and closer to his hidden crush, Allie. Oh, I so guess I'm wondering so. if this person became Mo. Sounds like it. And then Noah Bradley, I think, is who became Jake. Um, a man of few words. Degrassi's new heartthrob is good with his hands and quick with a grin. Noah spends his, most of his free time at the cottage. After his mom died, he and his dad renovated their lake cabin in her honor. All of Noah's shirtless hard work eventually paid off, especially when girls started admiring his boyish good looks and strong physique. Let's just say Noah's made out with his fair share of bikini-clad Muskoka girls, but he never let them get in the way of the stuff he truly loves. Watching sports, hanging with friends, fishing, and camping. He's a guy's guy who doesn't play games and means what he says. All with a good dose of humor and charm. So those are the four like casting call people. 
kind of amazing. Um, and then she says, it's interesting to note that Jake's name was originally Noah. I think the show changed it to Jake to encourage the fans to use cake as the Claire Jake ship name since Eclair is also an, a dessert. As I always love the show, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but whatever it takes is my favorite. Amethyst Beloved. Thank you. Thank you. Also, anytime someone's like, your podcast is my favorite. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm extremely flattered, but I'm like, really? But also, why? <laughs> Um, but that is all the grapevine that we have for today. Um, if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at Degrassi pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi pod. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple podcasts, if you could rate review and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandtacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. Um, I'm going to recommend the movie Sideways, which I just saw for the first time last weekend. Um, it's a it's Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church going to Santa Barbara wine country, and it's pretty good. I really liked it. Cool. Um, I've been doing a lot of movie watching. Uh, I watched a movie that came out a while ago. Uh, it was an animated movie. It's called Kubo and the Two Strings. And I watched that on my snow day and it was amazing. So yeah, Kubo and the Two Strings. It's, I think it's on Netflix. Cool. Um, all right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Um, thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.